And just want to take a second and thank Policy Genius. They're supporting today's episode of Success Story. I know we all have kids. We all have families we want to take care of. And I personally check something off major on my to-do list, life insurance. It's a tough topic. It's really hard to think about, but it's so important. And the hard part was sorting through all the options. Luckily, I found Policy Genius. Policy Genius is an online insurance marketplace that makes getting life insurance surprisingly easy. With Policy Genius, you can find life insurance policies that start at just $292 per year for a million dollars of coverage. Some options offer same-day approval and avoid unnecessary medical exams. Now, knowing my family's protected brings me incredible peace of mind. Don't put off this important decision. Check life insurance off your to-do list in no time with Policy Genius. Head to policygenius.com or click the link in the description to get your free life insurance quotes and see how much you could save. That's policygenius.com. Welcome to Success Story, the most useful podcast in the world. I'm your host, Scott D. Clary. The Success Story podcast is part of the HubSpot Podcast Network and the Blue Wire Podcast Network. The HubSpot Podcast Network has incredible podcasts like My First Million. My First Million is hosted by Sam Parr and Sean Purry. They feature famous guests. They discuss how companies made their first million and then some. They brainstorm new business ideas based on the hottest trends and opportunities in the marketplace. Here are some of the topics they talk about. If you like any of these, you will love the show. Three profitable business ideas that you should start in 2022. Drunk business ideas that could make you millions. Asking the founder of Grammarly how he built a $13 billion company or SaaS companies that anybody can start. If these topics are up your alley, go check out My First Million. Listen to it wherever you listen to your podcasts. What's going on, Scott here? Today, I want to talk about moving against the status quo. These are going to be lessons that I pulled out of an incredible conversation that I had with Anthony DiOrio, who is the co-founder of Ethereum and candidly, one of the smartest, most forward-looking individuals I've ever had the chance to sit down with. I had him on the Success Story podcast. Uh, we spoke about a ton of stuff, but one thing that I thought was incredibly interesting is just how he looks at solving problems. And obviously this is why he has been so successful, but I think it's a, a valuable point to touch on and to speak through and to expand on. So let's start off with a question. The way things have always been done in any industry, in any category, if they have never existed, what would you do? It's a compelling thought, and this is the stream of thought that ran through the entire conversation I had with Anthony. It's rare to encounter someone who thinks like this, but not just thinks like this, thinks like this in a lens of serving others. His desire to serve others is so extreme. He's incredibly forward thinking and he rejects the status quo in everything. His approach to business across everything he's done, not just Ethereum, leads him to new views, new angles, and unique ways of solving problems. For example, if you're frustrated with uh, the stock standard practices that your industry follows, perhaps you're looking for a way to jump the rails and to carve a new path that leads to better outcomes. Now, you might be at the beginning of your entrepreneurial journey looking for unique ways to fill that gap, to create something new, but wherever you're at, I do suggest you go listen to the full interview with Anthony. It's filled with a ton of insights into cutting edge thinking, entrepreneurship, and plenty of food for thought. So let's go into the topic of 
going against the status quo. This is a major topic that we spoke about, and I think uh, we can expand on that and provide some value. So first, let's talk about Anthony, how he disrupted, oh, he disrupted a lot of stuff. Uh, I want to recap his achievements within crypto, um, what he's managed to achieve over the past three decades is incredibly impressive. So in late 2013, uh, he co-founded Ethereum, one of the first decentralized smart contract platforms at its peak, and it's still increasing every single day. The total market cap of Ethereum is valued at over $350 billion. He's made groundbreaking headway in crypto wallet technology fueled by his passion for financial autonomy and freedom. He was also a founder of Decentral, a company that is devoted to staying on the cutting edge of decentralized technologies and disrupting industries across all sectors. Um, of course, if you're a crypto enthusiast, you know Anthony Diorio, you know Ethereum, but not everybody knows these things. So that's his background. Uh, as someone in the entrepreneurial space, sometimes it's difficult to avoid this get rich quick mentality because we see it all over social. We see these incredible lives that people are leading, these entrepreneurs that have the nice cars, the great life, the jets or whatever. But the reality, and especially in crypto, it's compounded because we see people that actually made like millions of dollars in an exceedingly short period of time. But however, in general, in the general business space, you have to focus on being smart, being strategic, and thinking differently. And crypto is more or less gambling in a lot of, in a lot of different ways. Uh, entrepreneurship is gambling too. But ultimately, that monetary gain cannot be your only driving force, not if you want to achieve Anthony Diorio's level of success. Anthony has a mission. So from the outset, Anthony was a thinker with a desire to empower and serve others. His vision has remained consistent since Ethereum, allow people autonomy over their digital lives. There are three pillars that he has always built things on. He thinks it's very important to own your identity. He thinks it's very important to own your money. And he thinks it's very important to own your communications. And those three things done in a decentralized fashion allows the user to have full control. And that's an incredibly powerful product. With an emphasis on identity ownership and financial freedom, he was drawn to crypto for its ability to remove the middleman from the equation. Unlike banks, Ethereum and also other crypto allows people to mediate and control their own finances without having to go through a third party. To quote Anthony, his mission has always been about freedom. He doesn't like school. He doesn't like being told what to do with Bitcoin. I saw it as a big opportunity to help create change and empower billions of people around the world with the tools that they need to be their own bank. Knowing that Ethereum is one of the first crypto projects that really achieved notoriety and success um, outside of like Bitcoin, it's particularly impressive that Anthony was able to focus on the objective rather than the monetary gain. His other's first mentality led him to develop technologies that have been truly life-changing for millions of people. So establishing a personal mission. This is incredibly important as an entrepreneur. This is something Anthony did. As an entrepreneur, going against the grain perhaps is one of the most important things you can do as an entrepreneur. But to do that, you do have to establish your own 
personal mission. And the mission cannot be a financial or business goal. It's not solve this problem or make this company the biggest in the world. Your personal mission is something that encapsulates who you are as an individual and what you stand for. It's your guiding light, your North Star metric when things get tough, and it's a source of motivation when all around you, people are giving up. For Anthony, his mission for many years was focused on the financial freedom of others. He didn't find true clarity around his reason for doing things, however, long until Ethereum had taken off. So to quote Anthony, after the big ICO craze that happened in 2017, I started reevaluating what it is I want to do with my life. And I'd gotten to the point where I didn't need to be thinking about setting myself up for the rest of my life. Things are pretty good at the time. But I realized that the more freedom that I was seeking, the less freedom that I actually had. This realization coupled with the success of his endeavors with Ethereum, opened his eyes for the need of more personal direction as and less business direction. So he ended up rethinking what his mission was. He spent a lot of time thinking about three things, his what, his why, and his how. And over a decade, he decided that what makes him happy is being in service, not just building, but being in service. So he wants to serve as many people as possible and to help people because that's what ultimately makes him happy. So what Anthony did here is reminiscent of the finding your why exercise popularized by Simon Sinek. In order to find what you stand for, these are the questions that you should be asking yourself as an entrepreneur. What are you passionate about? What makes you unique? What can you offer the world that no one else can? When you answer these questions, you become more in tune with your personal mission and what you can offer the world. You'll find that some of the most successful people in the world from Oprah Winfrey to Elon Musk have very clear missions that inspire them to achieve great things. Now, after you figured out your mission, next, you should look for your ikigai. Now, what is ikigai? This was not a topic that actually was discussed in the interview, but I thought it provided some framework for entrepreneurs, and I find it's a very useful concept to explore. The concept of ikigai. I know a lot of entrepreneurs listen to this show, and NetSuite has been a huge supporter for entrepreneurs, for business owners, because there's one thing that we all know. Business is about making money and it's about your bottom line. And the less you spend on the nuts and bolts of running your business, the more profits you keep. But these days, everything is costing more. Supplies, people, shipping. It squeezes your margins. And I've been there juggling multiple systems for finance, inventory, you name it. Each with its own costs and its own set of headaches. That's why I made the switch to NetSuite by Oracle. It's changed our company. Think about it. NetSuite is one of the top financial systems out there. It puts your whole business on one platform, accounting, finance, the works, one data source for everyone. There's no more mismatched info. And because it's in the cloud, it slashes your IT costs. No more servers, no more updates. Just access NetSuite from anywhere. With one integrated suite, your overhead drops big time. And here's the real win. Efficiency. Everything's connected in NetSuite. Costs are ridiculous lately. Find a proven way to reduce your expenses and get better performance out of your team. It's a no-brainer, and that's what NetSuite offers. Over 37,000 companies have figured this out already. You have to join them. Right now, through to April 15th, NetSuite's got an incredible, flexible financing plan. Check it out and see the savings yourself at netsuite.com slash Clary. That's netsuite.com slash Clary. Hiring as a small business owner is a major pain. That's why LinkedIn is supporting today's episode. You need people with the right skills and experience, but finding them can take forever. It is incredibly frustrating to keep seeing candidates who just aren't a good fit, and that's why LinkedIn Jobs has been a game changer. Let me tell you a little story. We needed to hire a graphic designer, somebody with specific tech and software knowledge and the ability to truly understand our brand. And I started with all the usual job boards, and it's the same old story. 
tons of irrelevant applications. No one's really matching my needs. I tried LinkedIn jobs and the quality of candidates was just on another level. People with impressive portfolios, relevant expertise. I finally felt like I was interviewing the right people. That's truly the power of LinkedIn's massive professional network. You're tapping into this huge pool of talent you simply wouldn't find on other sites. It's about finding those niche candidates you actually need. And with the right people in front of you, hiring becomes a breeze. Did you know that 86% of small businesses find a quality qualified candidate on LinkedIn jobs within 24 hours. That is how well their system works. Honestly, do yourself a favor and try LinkedIn jobs next time you're hiring. You can post your job for free at linkedin.com slash excellence. That's linkedin.com slash excellence. Terms and conditions apply, but it's definitely worth trying out. I don't know about you, but the idea of being harassed, scammed, or even worse, all because somebody found my personal information online, that's terrifying. Our political opinions, our addresses, even stuff about our families, it's out there for anyone to grab. And did you know that data brokers are allowed to sell information on over 98% of Americans? It's scary stuff. That's why I've partnered with Delete Me. I personally use Delete Me. They're a big friend of the podcast because I put myself out there online. So safety is a huge concern. It's really scary how easy it is to find someone's details and information. But Delete Me creates a layer of protection that we all need. You tell Delete Me what you want gone and they make it disappear from those sketchy data broker sites. And Delete Me doesn't stop. They constantly monitor the web to keep your information off those lists. It's like having a privacy watchdog that never sleeps. You need to take control of your data and keep your private life private by signing up for Delete Me. They're giving a special discount for all Success Story podcast listeners. Get 20% off your Delete Me plan when you go to joindeletemecom slash success and use promo code success at checkout. The only way to get 20% off is to go to joindeleteme.com slash success and enter code success at checkout. J-O-I-N-D-E-L-E-T-E-M-E dot com slash success. Hey everyone, I just want to take a second and thank the sponsor of today's episode, Heaven Hill Bottled and Bond Bourbon. Now I don't have a lot of liquor sponsors on this show. Heaven Hill Bottled and Bond is actually one of my favorites. I've drank it for a few years now, and this is why we actually decided to work together. Heaven Hill Distillery, family-owned since 1935, is a great entrepreneur story, too. So there's five brothers. They filled their first whiskey barrels back in 1935, and their legacy still lives on today. Heaven Hill Bottled and Bond is aged over seven years. That's three more than required by the Bottled and Bond Act of 1897. This means the best quality, the best purity, and the best consistency. This is not just average bourbon. It's the winner of the double gold medals at multiple 2023 World Spirits competitions, and they've won the very prestigious Triple Still Award. It's a very big deal in the liquor and bourbon world. Heaven Hill Bottled and Bond boasts an exceptionally smooth oak flavor, while its aroma offers a sweet blend of caramel and smooth vanilla. If you love bourbon, you need to try Heaven Hill Bottled and Bond. Available nationally, look for a bottle at your local store. Heaven Hill reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Think back to your last few days in the office. Did any of them leave you feeling really accomplished? Not the kind of day where you're running around like crazy, but where you've made real progress on something that matters. Because being busy doesn't always mean being productive. And I bet you we've all been there. And maybe it's time to rethink what it means to get things done. 
Today's episode is sponsored by Belay. And what they help you do is, instead of getting sucked into emails and to-do lists, they help you delegate tasks and focus on big goals. They can connect you with top-notch US-based talent who are ready to take on those time-consuming tasks that bog you down. Let's be real. There are way more important things you could be doing than bookkeeping or wrangling a packed inbox. They have virtual assistants to handle all of those pesky administrative tasks or accounting professionals to take care of all your financials. But here's the best part. You don't have to waste weeks searching for the right person. Belay's personalized matching service works quickly, sometimes matching you with the right talent to take stuff off your plate in under a week. Are you ready to try a different way of working? Check out Belay's list of the top 25 things you can delegate to a virtual assistant. It might just change your business and your life. Text success that's s-u-c-c-e-s-s to 55123 to get the list and to start transforming your to-do list with belay it's a concept of what gets you up in the morning it's what drives you and gives your life purpose it's much more than financial or business it's different for everyone but there's actually a chart based on japanese culture that can help you find what your ikigai is. So the chart has four sections. It's what you're good at, what you love, what the world needs, and what you can be paid for. And then you find a balance between these four things, and this is the key to finding your ikigai. It's almost like the old saying, if you find a job you love, you'll never work a day in your life. The point is to find that one task that sits at the intersection of talent, passion, utility, and monetary compensation. For some people, this is their job. For others, it's a hobby or a passion or a project that you do on the side. But finding your ikigai is key to living a fulfilling life. It's what drives you and determines your why. So the reason why I bring up this Japanese philosophy is that for most people, their ikigai remains hidden. It's something they haven't discovered yet or it's something they're not actively looking for. However, I view it the same way that I view Simon Sinek's concept of finding your why. I believe it's truly necessary to have outstanding success, exceptional success, success beyond the measure of what most people think is possible. Now, if you want to stand out from the pack, perhaps this is your starting point. This is what you have to figure out to successfully go against the grain. Uh, Another thing that I actually pulled out from speaking with Anthony that stood out to me as an abundantly clear thought is throughout his entire career, Anthony had remained well ahead of the curve. So what I mean by this is that Anthony's a forward thinker. So he watches trends, he understands the progression of technology and its impact on society, and this understanding has allowed him to remain at the forefront of innovation. So for instance, when Bitcoin came onto his radar, Anthony didn't wait for someone else to jump onto the new technology first. He dove in himself, learned absolutely everything he possibly could about it, and quickly devised a strategy to use the technology for good. And when there was no technology available to manage multiple cryptocurrencies from one wallet, he didn't wait for another company to fill that void because there was many that were trying. He created his own technology, which is now used by some of the largest exchanges in the world. This mentality, staying ahead of the curve, being proactive rather, rather than reactive, has served Anthony and Ethereum well, obviously, and it's a mindset that I believe anybody can effectively use to set themselves up against the status quo. So how you can stay ahead of the game. So how do you actually adopt this mentality and and be ahead of the curve in your own industry? So first of all, I think it takes a level of courage to be proactive, to be honest. It's easy to react to how others are doing it, but it takes guts to forge your own path. Once you've braced for a potential bumpy ride, you have to be real with yourself that it's not gonna be easy. You can begin to educate yourself on trends within your industry. Think about these points. Uh, What are people talking about? 
So this is an easy one if you're present on Twitter or LinkedIn or any social, you keep an eye on hashtags, keywords, articles that are shared frequently. You, you see things that are going viral and you see things that are trending. What's happening in the world outside of your industry? Again, this is something you can keep tabs on by following popular news sources and blogs. Are there any techno uh, technological advances or societal changes that could have an impact on your field? And then lastly, what's the next big thing? Now, admittedly, this is a harder question to answer, but if you keep in the company of innovative thinkers, you generally have conversations around trends and things before they take off. So of course, it takes more than foresight to create something truly disruptive like Ethereum. It also takes guts, passion, and an unwavering dedication to your vision. But if you're ready to challenge the status quo, these are all attainable qualities. So what's your next move? Say you've decided what you want to take on. Say you found your icky guy. Say you've come to terms with the fact that it's going to be difficult and you know where you want to take your company or your business or even yourself. What do you do next? You reframe the issues at hand. So entrepreneurs are described as inventive, innovative, courageous, and relentless in their pursuit of their vision. They are also risk takers, often bucking the status quo in favor of something new and better. When it comes down to it though, what entrepreneurs actually do is solve problems. They see a need in the world and they find a way to fill it. What sets some entrepreneurs apart from the rest, however, is the way in which they go about solving these problems. Do they use methods that have already been proven to work or do they experiment and take risks? This is where Anthony DiOrio always had the upper hand. He's an innovator by nature, and he continues to come up with his own methods and frameworks for problem solving. So let's break down Anthony's framework for problem solving so that you can think the way Anthony does. So part of Anthony's approach to business has always been skepticism, not a pessimistic skepticism, but a skepticism that basically allows him to reframe the issue he's trying to solve. So for example, he recognized very early on that there were serious flaws in the advertisement-based model uh, of, of accumulating and finding customers that most businesses were using at the time and are still using. To quote Anthony, there are better ways to do things that don't necessarily rely on advertising models. Advertisers are paying money to get eyeballs on something, which leads to this attention economy that we have. We need to think differently. So instead of following the what's considered quote unquote normal, Anthony designed his own framework in order to counteract the issues he identified with other business models. So a lot of the times business formulas are not efficient enough. They have deficiencies which exclude people. And if you can move the dial from deficient models that serve 50% of the population to serving 60% or 70% of the population by joining your product or joining your company or joining your mission and including, this is actually coming back to community building to be honest, and you're serving your audience better, not just getting their attention, but actually serving them and you're making sure their day-to-day -day life is getting better, this is when you can actually build a community which in turn can build a business. To help bring this change about, Anthony uses a framework of his own uh, invention which focuses on creating solutions for as many stakeholders as possible, not just the top percent, which could be the most profitable customers. To quote Anthony, he wanted to be a leader and a problem solver because I think that that's two things that the world is sorely lacking these days and he's using the framework that he's developed uh, to serve as many people as possible. So taking a leaf from Anthony's book, is there a way that you can reframe the problem that you're trying to solve? Is there still a problem to be solved in the first place 
Perhaps the issue is that the current solutions just aren't cutting it. Uh, this is where going against the grain can ultimately create lasting change. So these are some questions that you should actually be asking yourself if you're trying to reframe a problem and look at a problem differently. And ultimately, you can still bring it back to Anthony's model where you're trying to build community and serve a wider percentage of the population. But at least before you go down that route, do try and reframe the problem and take a look at it from a different perspective. So uh, questions you should be asking yourself. How have others attempted to solve this problem or fill this gap? Were they successful? In what ways did they fall short? What are the potential benefits of a new solution? How would it improve the lives of those affected? How could you go about implementing a new solution? What risks or challenges would you face? What's a totally new angle you've never considered before? If every other pre-existing business disappeared out of your mind, what would you come up with to solve that problem? And if you're able to come up with a new solution that actually works, it is likely to be met with some resistance, but after all, the status quo is comfortable. It's always risky trying something new, but if you're able to succeed in spite of the resistance, that's when you know that you've really made a difference. So in summary, going against the status quo can be a daunting task. You have to set yourself up for success. You have to understand where your values lie. And then from that cornerstone, that's when you can build out a strategy and a mindset to position yourself against the status quo and to look at things differently. Whatever your passion is, be it art, fashion, uh, food, technology, don't be afraid to think outside the box and to create something new. The world needs more entrepreneurs that can challenge the normal, that are not afraid to do things differently. Anyways, if you enjoyed this, I hope it provided some value. If you love Anthony's story and the way that he w looks at the world, definitely go check out the podcast. What you can also do for sure is hit that like button, hit subscribe, leave a comment below, any business topics if you want me to go into it, just leave it in the comments below, I'll get to it. Have a great week, and we'll speak again soon. Bye now. I know a lot of entrepreneurs listen to this show, and NetSuite has been a huge supporter for entrepreneurs, for business owners, because there's one thing that we all know. Business is about making money, and it's about your bottom line. And the less you spend on the nuts and bolts of running your business, the more profits you keep. But these days, everything is costing more. Supplies, people, shipping. It squeezes your margins, and I've been there, juggling multiple systems for finance, inventory, you name it each with its own costs and its own set of headaches. That's why I made the switch to NetSuite by Oracle. It's changed our company. Think about it. NetSuite is one of the top financial systems out there. It puts your whole business on one platform, accounting, finance, the works, one data source for everyone. There's no more mismatched info. And because it's in the cloud, it slashes your IT costs. No more servers, no more updates. Just access NetSuite from anywhere. With one integrated suite, your overhead drops big time. And here's the real win. Efficiency. Everything's connected in NetSuite. Costs are ridiculous lately. Find a proven way to reduce your expenses and get better performance out of your team. It's a no-brainer, and that's what NetSuite offers. Over 37,000 companies have figured this out already. You have to join them. Right now, through to April 15th, NetSuite's got an incredible, flexible financing plan. Check it out and see the savings yourself at netsuite.com slash scottclary. That's netsuite.com slash scottclary. Hiring as a small business owner is a major pain. That's why LinkedIn is supporting today's episode. You need people with the right skills and experience, but finding them can take forever. It is incredibly frustrating to keep seeing candidates who just aren't a good fit, and that's why LinkedIn Jobs has been a game changer. Let me tell you a little story. We needed to hire a graphic designer, somebody with specific tech and software knowledge and the ability to truly understand our brand. And I started with all the usual job boards and it's the same old story. Tons of irrelevant applications. No one's really matching my needs. 
I tried LinkedIn jobs and the quality of candidates was just on another level. People with impressive portfolios, relevant expertise. I finally felt like I was interviewing the right people. That's truly the power of LinkedIn's massive professional network. You're tapping into this huge pool of talent you simply wouldn't find on other sites. It's about finding those niche candidates you actually need. And with the right people in front of you, hiring becomes a breeze. Did you know that 86% of small businesses find a qualified candidate on LinkedIn jobs within 24 hours? That is how well their system works. Honestly, do yourself a favor and try LinkedIn jobs next time you're hiring. You can post your job for free at linkedin.com slash excellence. That's linkedin.com slash excellence. Terms and conditions apply, but it's definitely worth trying out. I don't know about you, but the idea of being harassed, scammed, or even worse, all because somebody found my personal information online, that's terrifying. Our political opinions, our addresses, even stuff about our families, it's out there for anyone to grab. And did you know that data brokers are allowed to sell information on over 98% of Americans? It's scary stuff. That's why I've partnered with Delete Me. I personally use Delete Me. They're a big friend of the podcast because I put myself out there online. So safety is a huge concern. It's really scary how easy it is to find someone's details and information. But Delete Me creates a layer of protection that we all need. You tell Delete Me what you want gone and they make it disappear from those sketchy data broker sites. And Delete Me doesn't stop. They constantly monitor the web to keep your information off those lists. It's like having a privacy watchdog that never sleeps. You need to take control of your data and keep your private life private by signing up for Delete Me. They're giving a special discount for all Success Story podcast listeners. Get 20% off your Delete Me plan when you go to joindeletemecom slash success and use promo code success at checkout. The only way to get 20% off is to go to joindeleteme.com slash success and enter code success at checkout. J-O-I-N-D-E-L-E-T-E-M-E dot com slash success. Hey everyone, I just want to take a second and thank the sponsor of today's episode, Heaven Hill Bottled and Bond Bourbon. Now I don't have a lot of liquor sponsors on this show. Heaven Hill Bottled and Bond is actually one of my favorites. I've drank it for a few years now, and this is why we actually decided to work together. Heaven Hill Distillery, family-owned since 1935, is a great entrepreneur story, too. So there's five brothers. They filled their first whiskey barrels back in 1935, and their legacy still lives on today. Heaven Hill Bottled and Bond is aged over seven years. That's three more than required by the Bottled and Bond Act of 1897. This means the best quality, the best purity, and the best consistency. This is not just average bourbon. It's the winner of the double gold medals at multiple 2023 World Spirits competitions, and they've won the very prestigious Triple Still Award. It's a very big deal in the liquor and bourbon world. Heaven Hill Bottled and Bond boasts an exceptionally smooth oak flavor, while its aroma offers a sweet blend of caramel and smooth vanilla. If you love bourbon, you need to try Heaven Hill Bottled and Bond. Available nationally, look for a bottle at your local store. Heaven Hill reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Think back to your last few days in the office. Did any of them leave you feeling really accomplished? Not the kind of day where you're running around like crazy, but where you've made real progress on something that matters. Because being busy doesn't always mean being productive. And I bet you we've all been there. And maybe it's time to rethink what it means to get things done. 
Today's episode is sponsored by Belay. And what they help you do is, instead of getting sucked into emails and to-do lists, they help you delegate tasks and focus on big goals. They can connect you with top-notch US-based talent who are ready to take on those time-consuming tasks that bog you down. Let's be real. There are way more important things you could be doing than bookkeeping or wrangling a packed inbox. They have virtual assistants to handle all of those pesky administrative tasks or accounting professionals to take care of all your financials. But here's the best part. You don't have to waste weeks searching for the right person. Belay's personalized matching service works quickly, sometimes matching you with the right talent to take stuff off your plate in under a week. Are you ready to try a different way of working? Check out Belay's list of the top 25 things you can delegate to a virtual assistant. It might just change your business and your life. Text success, that's S-U-C-C-E-S-S, to 55123 to get the list and to start transforming your to-do list with Belay. 